Hello, Amazon sellers. Are masks and gloves the next fidget spinners? That is our topic for today. You are here with myself, Leslie Hensel, and my amazing business partner, Joe Zalta. Hi, Joe. Hi, Leslie. How you doing? Hi, everybody. So glad you're here today because we're going to talk about a very exciting topic because I think a lot of people, when they hear fidget spinners, they immediately roll their eyes if they sell on Amazon because we all know what happened with the fidget spinners. <laughs> oh, the fidget spinner. I remember the fidget spinner days and I also remember the um, the silly bands thing too. That was like a big fad. So yes. don't forget those silly bands. And something else that might also be relevant. What were those things that... Um, the boards you could ride on that some of them caught on fire and then and then Amazon took them all down at Christmas time. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Hoverboards. Hoverboards. Hoverboard. Yes. 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 That definitely so, falls in this category too. It does. So the reason that I came up with this topic is because scrolling through like Facebook groups and places where sellers hang out, there are so many people out there who are advertising like, I can get you these masks, I can get you these gloves, I can get all this stuff, and some of it's from China, and some of it's from here, most of it's from China, and you need to buy all the, you know, I have thousands available. And so I'm wondering like what happens, because some folks are like, oh, we're gonna need this stuff for years, but then, you know, how many masks that aren't really certified, a lot of them are gonna mm -hmm. be, are going to be like sitting in a warehouse somewhere in a few months. Is it just me? Am I wrong? No. So you're totally thinking the right way. I mean, anytime there's a huge fad, there's a ton of people that try to get in on it. And there's a ton of people that end up holding the bag at the end. So at the end of this, this is just like any other business proposition, anything you're going to figure out yourself by bringing in goods and, and making sure that you don't have too much inventory, etc. You don't want to build up profit, build up profit, build up profit on three, four, five deals. And then at the end, you're holding the bag with all of the inventory that you basically built up and all your profit is in that. And then all of a sudden the item dies or it gets oversaturated in the market and the price drops significantly. And there goes all of your months or weeks of hard work. So basically what we're here to do is kind of give you a little bit of a warning, um, more of a, um, you know, a heads up and don't let your emotions don't let your emotions decide the buys that you're going to make. Uh, at the end of the day, it is still business. It's not emotion, uh, and you have to make your buys. That just taking into account what could end up happening with the pricing and what can end up happening, what could end up happening with demand. So I'm not saying I'm actually not saying don't go after masks because I think that might be how it sounds in the beginning of this. Uh, you know, this uh, video, it's like, oh, don't touch masks, don't touch things that are hot right now. It's absolutely not what we're saying. On the contrary, get into them, make sure you can get them quickly, get them up, whether it be items that are just hot right now because people can't go out. You know, a lot of people are telling me that um, home fitness is hot, um, beauty products that people need to use because they can't go to salons are hot, obviously. Um, anything that is related to, you know, home office is huge right now. Um, there's so many things that are just on a huge uptick because of what's going on with the pandemic. That doesn't mean that those things are going to completely fall off after things slow down. Um, they're probably still going to stay relevant. 
But the, what you don't want to do is you don't want to base your buys off of the last five to seven days. You know, you kind of want to base it off of look at the history of the product or the trend and see how things go. Yes, you can up it. You can increase your buys by 20, 30 percent, 40 percent of what they were, you know, in their in their normal periods. But you don't want to base it off of, you know, a few days of just craziness of a particular product or category. And I think what scares me with things like the masks and the gloves, so you mentioned several things like beauty products, um, home office. I know we've seen people who are, are making a killing on things like um, uh, the HD camera for your PC, um, anything that's, you Even know, laptops. kids, kids laptops getting cheap laptops, laptops, mm -hmm. they're the cheaper ones for children. Those are huge right now. Um, and then like puzzles, like it's really hard to find puzzles right now, for example. But see, when I think of puzzles, if they don't sell now because everyone gets to go back to work in two weeks, and I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm just saying, let's pretend that magically mm -hmm. everyone goes to work in two weeks. You're going to offload those suckers at Christmas. And that's why the, <laughs> I think that's why the masks and gloves kind of scare me as a seller, because are you just going to be like sitting around waiting for another pandemic if you end up with a warehouse full of masks and gloves? A hundred percent. And you made a good point earlier. You said, you know, what if it's the wrong mask? What if all of a sudden the government then, you know, or your, your city or state come out with a rule that only certain types of masks are good. So just be super careful with the masks. Listen, I've, you know, I'm involved in a lot of different uh, networks and, and groups and things like that. And I hear a lot of things about some big mask deals, millions of units coming in, millions of units being flipped to, to hospitals and retailers, et cetera. Just be super careful. I mean, I'm not saying don't do it, just definitely err on the side of caution. Um, I happen to think that going the other route of just ha of, of trying to source products and get into categories that were never really that big, but are big now, I think that's going to continue because people are still going to be you know, practicing social distancing, people are still going to be probably home more than they were before. That's not going to immediately go from a hundred to zero. So that, that business, which there probably hasn't been too much competition in there because that there, it wasn't always such a built up category. I think that's the right niche, uh, kind of identifying those little subcategories and saying, you know what, even though this pandemic is not going to be at the levels it's going to be right now, I think in three, six months, a year down the road, the effects are still going to be there and my category that I'm in right now will continue to do well. I think that's really the play here rather than just going for the obvious, you know, mask or hand sanitizer. I think it, in, in a few months, we're going to have oceans full of that stuff and probably not going to be as needed as, uh, as, it, as it is right now. Well, and you're really right with like the work from home stuff, for example, because I think a lot of corporate America that has been resistant to work from home for their employees and said, we're not going to do that. And now some of them are finding out, you know what, we can have people in far flung locations, we can hire for talent instead of location, we can have lower real estate costs, all of these things, you know, for people who've had floors and floors and floors of square footage, um, and have not been able to, we're very lucky, we hire for talent, we don't care where people live, if you've got, you know, some great Amazon experience working at seller performance, I don't care which state you're in, yay, work for me. But corporate America hasn't been like that. And now they're seeing, oh, golly, we can be more flexible, lower our costs. So yeah, they're still going to need home networking, that's still going to be important. Absolutely. But you know, the deals you mentioned earlier, though, for masks, like things where you know, you can sell into a hospital, 
you've got a deal set up with someone. Oh man, go for it. Make a killing. I'm just concerned because I see people sourcing this stuff to sell on Amazon. And then a lot of them get restricted product notices and can't even sell their stuff or they're gated. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's really where people need to be careful. If you're only trying to sell it on one platform, that's another mm -hmm. thing. Be very careful. If you get thrown off, what are you doing with it? So definitely be careful with that stuff. You made a great point earlier and I, I was about to say it and you really nailed it. I think these bigger companies and major corporations are starting to realize that there is a world outside of housing everyone on Fifth Avenue in Manhattan um, with rents the size of, uh, you know, of, uh, I know people that have two, $300,000 rents, you know, in Manhattan, some even more, honestly, if they have two floors in a, in a high profile building, if they're realizing wow. now, especially after that, they had to probably furlough some people or to get rid of a, a portion of their staff, they're for sure going to renegotiate with the landlord. That's number one. The landlord's probably going to give in because how many businesses are really going to be doing okay after this? We don't know. A lot of these things are unknown. But if they can, if they can scale down and they're going to cut costs like every company is going to, home office is going to be a huge category. And start thinking of things that you know you can actually sell in those categories. Mm -hmm. You know, think of other categories that have that have blown up over the last few years. Think of pet. Right. Pet wasn't always huge on Amazon, got very big. Now you can literally find any item that you can even think of for a pet. Right. But I guarantee you there's some some of these underserved categories that people never went into because there wasn't a ton of search volume. And they figured, OK, if I create a product in this category and it's going to get, I don't know, 500 searches a month, it's not even worth it. Well, now relook at some of that stuff. Relook at those search volumes now. Some of them are up 10 times. Some of them are up 50 times. Wow. because of what's going on so this is a huge opportunity for you to really dig in do some research and try to find these nice pockets of business that you can get into and maybe add to your product lines and categories well i think you're right about costs too both with individuals and with companies that you know when all of this started happening as business owners what's the first thing you do you say what can we cut right now to keep our company safe what can we scale back what is optional even if it's all just optional stuff you're scaling back all the optional things and i think people are doing that in their own households too so more people might be painting their own nails and coloring their own hair and giving their kids haircuts and you know buying the electric shaver thingies that they get used mm -hmm. at the barber that they've never owned themselves and i would bet you know in every recession what building goes down, but remodeling goes up. So mm -hmm. you know that there are gonna be related products that people are going to be um, buying right now to do their own home repairs. Um, right now, my husband is doing a furniture repair that we might've had someone do for us, but he's working from home right now. He's a teacher, he's not working a full day. So he's out staining the table that I ruined and fixing it for us <laughs> instead of hiring someone to do it. And he's had to buy all the stuff to do that. Right. So, you mm -hmm. know, there's people with either more time on their hands or less budget available who, you know, home repair. I mean, j just because people can get it at the hardware store the other day, he left because the line was like wrapped around the building and he ordered something wow. he needed on Amazon. You know, that's happening over and over and over again. Absolutely. I even think in the food category, that's another thing. People don't want to, people can't get into the, into the supermarkets. So, you know, if you, if you've had this idea to launch a food product, oh, is now the time, you know, I mean, there's, there's going to be so much more shopping uh, online over the next few months. And uh, 
you know, it, Amazon is making it a little, little difficult to launch new products because of their FBA restrictions. Right. But you could always start something off selling an FBM. And then once you show a, um, you know, a restock alert, then you could start sending an FBA inventory. There's always ways around it. But I also think over the next few weeks, Amazon will catch up on their orders and probably extend the, the FBA, um, FBA portion out a little bit to more products or more quantity per product. I think that's coming. Um, obviously they're not going to tell us that cause then people will start getting shipments of thousands and thousands of units ready and overload the DCs, but kind of the way they did the, the last time they, 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 they eased us into it and then they, they let us start to send 50 a piece or, you know, hundred piece. So, um, I definitely think there's going to, there's going to be a big opportunity for these under, uh, kind of these categories that have been just hiding for a while that there wasn't a lot of use for. Uh, and I think you nailed it with like home improvement. Um, I think that's a big category now. So start digging in, looking for, look for some new items, talk to your factories, talk to your suppliers, maybe products that they never thought to list before that could only be available in stores. Stores are closed for now. And or they you probably have to wait have in a, a stupid lot, line. Yeah. Or you have to wait in the line or they're going to be, you know, have a lot less foot traffic. So, right. um, I actually spoke to someone today that was, um, that was normally brings in a certain amount of goods like on a replenishment for a few retailers. And those two retailers that they bring the replenishment goods in for are closed. So they don't have a choice. They actually have to sell the goods because they have more goods being produced behind it. So they started looking outside of the norm to sell those goods off to online sellers or maybe international sellers. So definitely reach out to some of your contacts to see if there are any deals available because product that is normally consumed by the bigger retailers they're closed right now so that's if if ever there's a time to to kind of stir up a relationship now's that time okay so last question because i know this is something that you dabble in quite a bit ppc because i know for a while online advertising and even on amazon the ppc ads the volume was down right? There weren't as many people buying ads. I'm assuming yes. that that pushed the pricing down because you talked a minute ago about launching a new product and PPC is a, a key, a key component of that. So have you seen any trends with PPC? Is it back up or the price is still value? Oh, well, I, I can tell you it was an absolute roller coaster. When this pandemic hit, anyone that was spending on PPC, their ACOSs went to the sky. I'm sure if you were normally in an eight to 10% ACOS on your brand or your products, you went to 30, 35. Mm. Basically people were just window shopping. No one was really willing to buy. They were putting things in their cart, not ordering. And guess who was still charging for all those clicks? Right. Amazon. So now I would, I mean, it definitely in the last week or so, things have gotten a lot better really since that, uh, that stimulus day, which I think was not last Wednesday, but the Wednesday before when everyone kind of felt like it was Black Friday, mm -hmm. um, that really changed things because people were starting to buy again. So I happen to think that now is a great time to advertise, especially if you still have inventory in, in Amazon. A lot of sellers and a lot of products that are normally best sellers, top five, top 10 ranked items, they've sold out and they're being offered by Merchant Fulfilled. And a lot of Amazon customers and buyers don't feel comfortable buying Merchant Fulfilled. They're just so trained and used to buying something with a Prime badge. So if you actually do have products in Prime, in, in, in FBA, and even if your, your delivery window is not amazing or your delivery date is not amazing, most people 
that are in love with Prime, they click on that that checkbox and say, only show me Prime products. You can have an item ranked 50,000 in a category. And in a week, you could have it ranked 10,000 because you have Prime inventory, right? So advertise your product if you're Prime. Spend it, for, spend it now because you'll never have, have an opportunity to get ahead of some of those best-selling products that are not Prime right now. Agreed. Very interesting. Yeah, a lot of the rankings are just all over the place right now. It's crazy to watch. I have items that in a week have made a swing between like 15,000 in beauty and 100,000 in beauty. I've never seen that before. Oh my <laughs> it's God. just like, so like one day I had an item that sold like 28 units or 30 units. And then the next day it sold none. <laughs> oh my God. And it's in stock at FBA. I don't even understand what's happening. It's I, I guess it's because they said it would really ship and then they changed the promise date, right? And so now yes. the promise date's probably in mid-May. And then they put it back where, yeah, we can ship and then it'll it'll unload another 20 units. And then <laughs> it's just insane. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. I have, I have actually a pretty extreme story. We have a, one of our bigger clients sells in the pet category and he was having a hard time ranking a certain product. He was in the 10 to 15,000 rank range on one of his pet products for about two, three months, advertising, advertising, advertising. All of a sudden in the last seven days, because he had so much inventory built up there, his product literally went to the first three spots for the search term that he was going for. And his rank went from 10 or 15,000 to 800 <laughs> in the category. And he was selling 200 to 250 pieces a day where he was used to selling about 15 pieces a day. Wow. So why did that happen? He's asking me a million times. He's showing me all the numbers, all the metrics. He goes, I didn't advertise more than I normally do. Nothing's changed. And what we found was that all the competing products on that search term were no longer prime. He was the only one that had prime. So his item was literally climbing up the page. In seven days, he went from being, let's say on the fifth page or the fourth page for that search term to the first page, third spot, no advertising. That is crazy. So it happens, but if you have prime inventory, so yeah definitely definitely advertise your product if you're not getting visibility if you have prime right now no kidding or even if you're doing seller fulfilled prime as long as you're ready for the demand and if you yes. do that be sure and and click that little button that lets you limit yourself to 50 or 100 or whatever number of prime orders per day um, and plug that number in because what you do not want is to end up with 250 prime orders that you're not ready to fill that's crazy no because that no, could have happen. to you have to ship it the next day if you don't ship it the next day you'll your seller fulfill prime will get suspended we've had how many clients over the last uh two weeks to get their seller fulfill prime suspended and i think you and the team have been doing a great job getting people reinstated but that doesn't happen uh every day you know we we come up with a great plan of action but if you're a repeat offender they're not just going to give you those you know that eligibility back so easily yeah, and if you're a repeat offender, even if we can get you back, which a lot of times we can, it takes longer. They make you pay. They'll even say things like, come back to us in three weeks. So they're not saying they're not saying your plan isn't good. They're saying, we want to be sure you're actually doing what's in the plan because this was number three. And one, two, three, you're out. So Usually three strikes, you're out. We know that from <laughs> most other suspension types. If you're going to do something three times, you're probably not getting back. 
That's right. That's right. Or, or they're going to make you pay some other way. Right now, they are willing to give back that SFP eligibility because they really want stuff to get shipped uh, that they're not having to ship. But they're still making people suffer a little bit. They're just dragging it out. So. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Actually, I want to I want to drop something out. Uh, we did this very early on in the pandemic when it started um, through an email blast and we got tons of people interested in we actually uh, still have some very good resources that can help with seller fulfilled prime shipping and certain warehouses that we have, you know, affiliations with that can ship uh, merchant fulfilled. So if anyone out there is, is having a hard time fulfilling themselves, uh, we have people on the East Coast and on the West Coast and even some people in the Midwest. So definitely reach out to us either on Facebook or an email or just message Leslie or one of us from a team. Um, whether you're on any social media platform, LinkedIn, Facebook, whatever, and we'll get back to you. We have some really good people that can help. Absolutely, because if this pandemic has taught us anything, it's that people who are set up for both FBA and merchant fulfillment are much better off because they have more options to choose from. And that doesn't mean you have to do it yourself. You can hire a fulfillment house to do it for you, whether they're prepping stuff to send to FBA or they're actually doing your merchant fulfilled shipping for you and also have to throw out. So like one of these prep centers that does some work for me, we can even turn it on and off. You don't have to commit. Um, when I've got people who live in my house who can do a lot of prep and ship in the summer, we do it ourselves. And then when everyone mm -hmm. goes to school in the fall, then we offload it to the prep center because you know that's just too many jobs. So yes, there's many, many options. Be sure and uh, grab one of those. Very smart. Very good. Very good call. Definitely. Yeah. So thank you so much, Joe. I appreciate you doing this with me today so we could talk about fidget spinners just one last time. Can we just talk about it like every month just to remind ourselves that fidget spinners was like the biggest craze in life? And I think at one point it was selling for like $30 a piece and then every day you would see it go down and down and down. After like a week, I think they were uh, 49 cents from people out of the country, right? I don't at, even want to I don't even want to think about how much money is in fidget spinners that are in a landfill or a warehouse somewhere right now. <laughs> Just what, what we were trying to tell you, everybody, was don't let that happen with masks or hand sanitizer. Um, <laughs> That's right. Move it as quickly as you can now. Don't get stuck with it. And don't be holding the bag. That's the key. That's where your profit is. Absolutely. So thank you so much, everyone, for watching. We really appreciate it. Please be sure and like and follow our Facebook page or wherever you are watching this so that we can continue to push out good content to you. We'd love it if you would share because sharing is caring. And if you have any questions, drop them in the comments. Doesn't matter if you're watching later on, we still monitor our comments and answer questions. And please join me again on Wednesday. I'm gonna be talking to a team member you have not met before, Emanuela, and we are going to talk about how to effectively hire and manage a VA. Um, nice one. Yes, absolutely. It's a good time for people to be thinking about systematizing their outsourcing. So that will be our topic for Wednesday. Thanks again, everyone. I appreciate it. Be safe. Happy selling.